1: What's the vibe today, friends? The vibe. Can you give me examples of vibes? I don't know. Are we chilling Are we suffering? Uh-huh. Are we? <laughs> Those are apparently the two options: <laughs> chilling or suffering. <laughs> no in between. Um, no. Or between. both. Or both. <laughs> That's sort of a between option. um but I'm chilling. Are out. we feeling it is what it is? Are we feeling it's so over? Are we feeling we're so back? Ah, uh-huh. interesting. interesting. I... These are just examples of vibes that are coming to yeah. mind. I That's the only thing I think about. Do you actually like sit back and think, like, what what's my vibe today? Like, what am I feeling today? I don't know. Sort of? Maybe? I'm kind of just... in an it is what it is. I feel like that, that works. works. Okay. Wonderful. Well, it just happens. You mean, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's- th- that's yeah, another one. It's whatever. Yeah. Off to such an enthusiastic start here. <laughs> and just, just very, um, nuanced and... Oh, yes. Intelligent. You it's, love to see it. Um, but hopefully, you know, hopefully some caffeine will revive me a little bit. I actually have some soda, in my little can, because I learned. So, the way my aligners work is mm-hmm. that they give you eleven weeks worth at a time, and then you have to go in and get reevaluated, and they order you new ones based on that. Mm-hmm. What I didn't know is that while you're waiting for the new set, you only have to wear your current aligner at night. Slave. So during the day, I don't have to have an aligner in, so I can sip on beverages so it is not Mm -hmm. total beverage abstinence for 365 days as previously thought that's an improvement so it depends on how long it takes them to come in um it could be anywhere from two to six weeks but i'm enjoying it while i can there you go i mean that's something i would take it so i'm not breaking the rules uh i mean i wasn't gonna snitch even if you were (laughs) (laughs) how dare you call my (laughs) orthodontist Although technically this is being broadcast into a public forum, so I she's not gonna watch this. And 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 she said I could. Well the receptionist said I could on her behalf, so You know take what, you, take what you can get. Take what you can get. left. <laughs> um so this has nothing to I mean, this kind of has nothing to do with you. I just wanna share this because it's fucking insane and it involves something that i like um so quite recently the band sleep token the masked metal band that i'm quite a fan of um someone tried to dox the bass player not just like reveal like oh, these are the musicians behind the mask. Like, there's- it's technically out there. I don't want to know. I don't want to ruin the mystique for myself. They want to be anonymous. It's more fun that way anyway. There's plenty of people who have figured out, like, oh yeah, like, these guys sound exactly the same, like, used to be in this band, blah blah blah. I don't care. But no. Um, apparently, and I have a whole video, um, or, like, I found a video via Twitter- of somebody in the sort of like metal music journalism internet ecosystem explaining this in better detail than i'm going to and with like concrete sources so that will be linked but um yes the bassist of the band the made up of four people the lead singer just vessel and then bass player is three the drummer is two and the lead guitarist is four how it be somebody tried to dox three and not just like uh, apparently it was a hater oh so somebody who doesn't like the band was just trying to be yeah and it wasn't just like oh this is his name or whatever they had his birth certificate so this seems to be somebody who maybe knows them personally and hates them i because like (laughs) i don't know who would go to that level just I have absolutely discipline. no idea. Yeah. This wouldn't be, oh, I don't like their music, so I'm going to track down one of the members' birth certificates. It's, I know this guy plays in this band, and I hate him. Well, I mean, I don't know, because, like, aren't things like that technically? Technically, public record. I mean, they are, but who's going to go to that level just because they dislike their music and target one, of, but one member of the band? Just a single person. They might- here's the thing. It's- 3 deleted his Instagram for a while and like his entire social media presence because of this. I don't know if they had all of them or not. But yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's got to be somebody who's Why?
0: Has them. Yeah, maybe it perfect. is,
1: but like and so they had wiped so Sleep Token wiped their entire Instagram and everyone was like, "Oh my god, like are they like just going to disappear because someone tried to do this?" I'm really hoping that's not the case. I'm because they changed their Instagram bio to Nothing Lasts Forever, and I'm really, really hoping that has something to do with the fact that the three albums that they've released thus far are kind of considered a trilogy. They recently got new masks. I'm hoping this is sort of an entering a new era type thing, because I know that they tweeted out that once um, the sort of cycle, I guess, of tours in 2023 was over, they were like, ah, North America will have, like, new opportunities to worship in 2024. I'm like, this has something to do with that, right? Like, you're going to reveal, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you might be revealing, but, like, hmm. Anxiety. I'm sure it's unrelated. Yeah, so there's some absolutely bonkers happenings in the world of um, masked metal bands. Just felt like sharing that, because yep. that's fucking wild, bro. Surprised people still dox. I felt like that was, like, a thing, and then people were like, okay, that's kind of a dick move to do to anybody, stop doing that. Well, I mean, it is a prosecutable crime. Yes. But I thought we, as, like, an internet community, were kind of like, we're moving past this. I would hope so. Maybe doxing is a- the notion of doxing is, like, a particularly potent threat against people who want to keep their- like, are staying anonymous purposely. Like, it poses more of a threat. Versus, like, if you just say, like, ah, this big celebrity lives here in Hollywood. It's like, yeah, I figured. Yeah. So. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, that's nuts. Mm-hmm any updates on any of your interests or shall we go right into just some of the it's more discussion points today and mm-hmm. weighing in on discourse so i guess mm-hmm. that's technically a debate but i do just have a lot of things i just want to bring up sure um first thing might be a new deity in chicago have you have you um have you seen the sh- before I have send she- any of this to you, have you seen the Chicago rat hole? I had not seen it. So for the uninitiated, for the not chronically online, I'm gonna be linking all of these in the description here, and I'm sending these to the chat right now for visuals. um, Someone, in- oh, it's not letting me do the thing. God damn it. Uh, so i couldn't find the original tweet like introducing or like i couldn't find the debut of the chicago rat hole but there somewhere in chicago there is quite literally like a hole in the pavement like they were redoing a sidewalk or something and a a, a rat was unfortunately like trapped in the cement or something when, when it was being poured and the rat has since, like, perished and decomposed. Now there's just a, like, rat-shaped indent in it, a sidewalk in Chicago that um, people have started, like, leaving coins in as an offering of sorts. But I first saw it pop up on my Twitter timeline in a quote retweet by at logic underscore denier and they are quoting the picture of the Chicago rat hole with some coins in it and it says I think Chicago may have accidentally invented a pagan deity. Here, hold on, let me see if I can just copy the image to send it through to here if I can't seamlessly. The first one? Yeah, here we go. Yeah, so um there's the Chicago rat hole. There you have it, um, and then the the tributes that people seem to be leaving—they are uh, intensifying. Let me see if these will be of any help, or yeah, I don't know what it used to give you the preview in the chat, and I hate that it doesn't do that anymore. Mm. Hold on, will it let me copy... Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. What if... Oh, no. No, it won't freeze. <laughs> Sorry, I think that audio may have been audible but um there's a video of somebody you know that fucking disgusting l- liquor the malort the like you know <laughs> it right so there's a video of somebody like pouring that into the rat hole um there's another is this one a picture or a video hold on yeah so here's another uh photo from a Twitter user at Kate underscore Kelsey of further offerings to the rat hole uh, which now include lighters and bills and also a charm of some sort so like it's progressing beyond just coins but yeah I just wanted to talk I just I wanted to spread the gospel of the Chicago rat hole I think this is so funny so, just a, a quick little Google. I'm looking at an article. So Amazing. So, amongst things that have been left, a block of cheese, cigarettes, a sympathy card. Nice. Apparently, it's been there for years, but there was a social media post that brought attention to it. I was trying to see where it was. The 1900 block of West Roscoe. I don't know where that is. Interesting. Would you be so kind as but, to send this article to the chat? Um, and... Apparently, people have affectionately named the animal behind the imprint Timley. Oh. And memory of Chimley a sign reads alongside a quote from the rat itself in 1992, which reads, "I love cheese." Incredible. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. No notes. Yep. A little sympathy card with his name on it. There's a can of Coors Light. Some <laughs> All of those hail. Little battery candles. All hail the Chicago Rat Hole. Incredible. Um, (laughs) See, I love things like this. Like there, there's something about just like dumb bullshit, just like for the people and by the people, that that serves no Uh purpose other than to be mildly entertaining. Oh no! Apparently, somebody from the the Lincoln Park Zoo says that he doesn't actually think it was a rat. What do they think it was? (laughs) I don't think we're going to call it anything else, but. You said it's more likely to be a squirrel. Nah, bro, it's the Chicago rat hole. Well, because, I mean, something, based on where it was and, like, how they were paving, it would have had to, like, fall from a height to have landed there. Probably, but it's. The branding has already taken hold. The only way to explain it being a rat is maybe if it's being carried by a hawk or something. And dropped. But you have to make up a really complicated story to make that work. Hey, you know, it's more fun that way. Or at least I think it's more fun that way. Yeah, he has other evidence as well, but yeah. I mean it's not gonna change. It's gonna be Chimley the Rat, but it probably was actually a squirrel. I mean either way, rip, but um yeah, if you're in Chicago, go go pay tribute. Yeah. Even more fun is this frame we'll your quote offering. In- this, uh, framed quote from Chimley in 1992 is in a frame that says, My cat. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. I saw a video of somebody on TikTok, I will try to find this, dressed up as, like, a rat pope, uh, blessing the Chicago rat hole. <laughs> and I'll be writing that down for myself right now so that I don't forget. Yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff going on here. I, I do, um... I do like the closing quote in this article. Oh? I think what it reminds us is that no matter how deep in the city you live, we all have this deep tie, this need to be connected to nature and other species. Even if it's in kind of a weird way, like, look at this rat hole in the sidewalk. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, um... Again, if you're in Chicago, go pay tribute, go make your offering. Um. I wish I could go to the Chicago rat hole. But I would need yeah. more of a reason to go to Chicago than that. I really hope it's on like Google Maps. Like if you go on Google Maps, and I'm in Chicago. Right now. I'm sure it is. Actually, yes. Can we can we find that out now? Yeah. Uh, what do you think I'm doing? As resident what? podcast Googler, who do you think I am? Oh, no, it, it auto-filled something out. Like, it changed it when I hit enter. That's not what I asked for. I asked oh, well. for the Chicago rat hole. It's like, this is not a thing, man. I'm like, yes, it is. We're making no. it a thing. Haven't you listened? Chicago hole. No, it just keeps showing me a pest control service called Mad Ratters. And that's Chicago. kind of fun, but that is the opposite of what we're looking for. Yeah. Um west from us which is actually not very far from there interesting okay the... fascinating but no it is not on Google Maps and I don't know how we rectify that because I don't know its exact location to be able to do it myself so. hmm I haven't been to Chicago in a while I've never been I've only, I've only been there like once since I moved away from there rip Anyway, oh, okay. I know oh, I've been there a few times. I take it back. Anyway, with the Chicago rat hole having d- been discussed, it's time to take a quick jaunt back into media and anti capitalism corner for just a second. Uh, because I saw something on Twitter that pissed me off. Mhm. Link I am sending. It will probably, yep, not do what I want it to do, which is fine. This is just the world I live in now. Open this up in the second window so I can actually remember what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So there's a headline. Ubisoft exec says gamers need to get comfortable with quote not owning your games. Ubisoft's director of subscription says that gamers need to start, quote, feeling comfortable with not owning the games they're playing. Is if... additional detail on that? Or is that is it just a quote? Uh, It's just the quote, I haven't actually looked at, I didn't read the entire article, uh, which I will be linking. I'm assuming that, like the original tweet says, everything is going to be like a per month subscription, which is just such bullshit. But uh, the quote retweet is really the thing that I'm concerned about, which is something I've said on this podcast time and time again. If buying games does not mean that you own them, piracy is not stealing. Thank you. I don't understand. Like, not literally everything in life can be a subscription. They want it to be. And it's pissing me off. I hate it. How? Like, it's just- It's not possible, or everything that turns into like everything becoming like a rental essentially as well. Yeah. Like a long term rental. No, if like when I like buy like a product on Amazon, any sort of like household product, you can like make it a subscription now, which is like on the one hand, I do get it. Like if you're like, oh, I use, you know, approximately like one, like, you know, big pack of paper towels or whatever every couple of months, and I can just have it delivered on that schedule. Something like that. Yeah, okay, fair enough, that's convenient, but like, not every single thing in this life needs to be a subscription. If I pay for a game, just give me the game! Yeah, which, I mean, certain things I can understand, right? Like a streaming service, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's not static, it changes all the time. Right? They're adding new stuff, they're taking away new stuff. Yeah. So that, that makes sense, that you wouldn't just buy access to it at one time and then, you know, get yeah. all this new stuff life. But a game, yeah, there might be, like, add-ons and things like that, but it's generally gonna stay the same. So mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense why you would need to subscribe to something like that, because you're not getting no, any new benefit from it as time goes on. Just more of the same. No, it's not. So it doesn't It does. Doesn't make sense why that would be the case. Uh, greed. <laughs> greed and capitalism, well, but that's why we are back well, here. But I think that's actually going to bite them in the ass. Because, like, if I had to pay a subscription to be playing Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I simply would not. Yeah. Or I would do, like, a month's worth and try to play it, like, nonstop over Mm -hmm. the summer. Yeah. And then just never again. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is absolutely going to bite them in the ass. But again, if a purchase does not mean ownership, then there's no such thing as piracy. Anyway... Back into Discourse. Um, This has been taking Twitter by storm. I believe the video that I saw is originally a TikTok, but this, like, crossed my field of view for the first time on Twitter. Um, I'm not gonna play the video because it just infuriates me, but, um... There's... There's this thing, it's called, like, the orange peel theory, and it's like, if you ask your partner, your romantic partner, to peel an orange for you, and, like, you know, if they're a good partner, they're supposed to say yes, even if, you know, you're perfectly capable of doing it yourself, because they love you, and they want to do things for you, and Mm -hmm. when I first saw this video, it kind of annoyed me, because I was like, I don't like this thing where, like, you do secret little things to test your partner Mm -hmm. and make sure that they're a good partner. Do you need to? But, this particular instance of this woman asking her boyfriend to peel an orange for her absolutely infuriated me, because his, like, again, I was like, oh, the little games thing is kind of stupid, up until this guy had the audacity to look his girlfriend in the face and tell her, you're not special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a classic case on throw the whole man out. Throw the whole man out. Like, (laughs) and I have seen so many examples now on Twitter of people being like, I, like, again, I don't like the little games thing. People are saying, like, oh, I, like, ask, like, I'm seeing, like, heartwarming examples of, like, how it should be and why this is an example of absolutely throw the whole man out. Because people are saying, like, oh, I asked my boyfriend to peel an orange for me and he told me he was going to the store and because they didn't have any. Like, uh... that's how it should be. That is, like, I get it. That is, like, one, the little test thing is kind of stupid, but also I really do get it. It's not about, like, oh, you're physically capable of doing something and you're not. And... It's about being willing to do little things for people even if they are capable of doing it themselves. I do get it. But yeah, I was just so infuriated on this poor woman's behalf. And, like, he keeps, like, and just the way he talked to her pissed me off so much. Like, yeah. not that Kyle and I, like, never joke around and call each other, like, dude and buddy or whatever, but, like, that's all he's yeah. calling her. He's like, oh, I figure it out, dude. I was like, do you love this woman or not? Why are you dating her? Yeah, fully expected it to end with her dumping his ass. It should have, but she just it's looks, okay. like, so sad and annoyed. Which, like, she has absolutely every right to be. Yeah. Now, it bothers me on multiple levels, because, like, even after she explains why she doesn't want to do it herself, which she shouldn't have had to do in the first place, like, he's still, like, no. It's not like he says that he, like, for some reason particularly hates dealing with oranges or Mm -hmm. whatever. He doesn't even provide a reason. Yeah. She even, like, -hmm. and, like, like, again, the the testing thing is dumb. But, like, you're not even yeah. supposed to give a reason. She's like, hey, I have acrylics on. Like, I don't want the peels to get under my nails. And yeah. he's still just like, oh, figure it out. Yeah. What is wrong with yeah. you? Not even, not even a reason. Like, he, he doesn't give a reason as to why he's saying no. Mm-hmm. I mean, he tries to justify it by saying he's trying to help her be independent. It's like, that was the most patronizing anti thing I've ever heard. The fact. fact that he seems to be taking so much joy... Like, he thinks he's. He, I just, from this tone of voice, he's like so happy. Or like, he sounds so happy to just be like, no, I don't wanna, like, figure it out. He sounds like he's like so, like, proud of himself or whatever. And God, it's infuriating. Well, like he says, he's not a good boyfriend, he's a great boyfriend. Eat shit and die. Yeah, and it's like, he says he's helping her be independent by telling her what to do and what's best for her. Mm-hmm. Like, are you serious? Yeah, no, I like, uh, it's, god, it's just so infuriating. Yeah, um, do things for your partner. I don't care if it is a, uh, if you're lesbians, if you're gays, if you're, uh, heterosexual, if you're non-binary, if whatever your structure really is, good. if you're polyamorous, if you have multiple partners, do things for them. Do little yeah. things for your partner because you love them and you care about them and you like doing little things to make their life easier or just to make them happy. That should make you happy. Don't be like this guy. Yeah, like to be to be clear, I I enjoy oranges. I especially love Clementines, you know, funny little sections. I hate peeling them because the smell seems like it lingers on my hand for days at a time, and it starts to irritate me. Oh, I just that, have a, like, but, I have an issue with the texture of citrus fruit. I love the uh, taste of, like, lime, orange, lemon. Like, I am so here for, like, citrus flavor. It's just... Yeah. Uh, well, but I- I really- I love eating them. I just hate peeling them for that reason. Like, thanks. if somebody would just hand me some peeled oranges, I'd go to town. That being said, if not even like a, a romantic partner, if anybody I cared about was like, Hey, would you please peel me an orange? I would do it. Yeah. Despite hating, care doing about that people. Way. And not even just in a romantic <laughs> sense. Care, like, do little things for the people close to you. It's not that hard. Yeah. Like, you, you don't eat the citrus fruits, but if I was at your place and even Kyle was like, Hey, would you mind peeling me an orange? I'd be like, Sure, dude. Yeah. And I would smell like oranges for days and i would hate it but i would do it cuz i no, like to and do there's things. this whole thing like i've seen discourse similar to this pop up before of like how it's rude to like ask your friends to pick you up from the airport or whatever and i am noticing in some circles of the internet this move towards like friends are people that never inconvenience you which yeah. is just so the opposite of what friends are you inconvenience yourself for your friends because you well. care about them no, what they're describing is strangers. Yes. Yeah. The whole point of having friends is that you can mutually rely on one another. Like yeah, that's just that's oh my god. Of, that's one of the I, things that sets. I my started heart. this vi- I started this video like oh, these little game things are so annoying, and ended it ready to throw hands on behalf of a woman that I've never met. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that's what that's what sets friends apart from acquaintances. Maybe asking an acquaintance, like somebody that you don't really know to take you to the airport is kind of like form. Yeah. Because then they might feel like on the spot. Mm. But if it's somebody that you genuinely consider a friend or closer, like no, yeah, that's a thing pick you do. Yeah, from the airport. Yeah. You can be- inconvenience yourself for other people. You ask other people to inconvenience themselves for you because you mutually inconvenience each other and that's, that's how it works. Like this... Not to get all philosophical, but, like, we, as humans, I think, have been moving in this direction of, like, hyper-individualism, and it's really not working. Like, the
0: fact that there is
1: discourse about how it's, like, bad form to, like, ask your friends for things. Yeah. What are we doing? I, I do not know. I do not understand it. Yeah, and, like, asking your friends to help you move or stuff like that is one I've seen a lot. Like, you shouldn't ask your friends to do that, because then they feel obligated. It's like, well, if they're really your friends, either A, they'll want to help you, or B, if they genuinely don't for whatever reason, they'll just tell you. Yeah, and also, you're, if I'm helping someone move, I am expect, like, generally, I've never helped someone move. But from having seen this discourse, um, generally you lift boxes and then at the end of the day you get a bunch of pizza and beer <laughs> i was exactly what i was about to say like if you for example were like hey we you help you move I'd like sure as long as there's beer and pizza at the end of it for me that's like that's a great day yeah i'm like I'm, yeah the, the carrying I'm a, of stuff sucks but you
0: well, know what's like,
1: coming i got my squad there we're doing a thing together and then at the end of the day there's beer and pizza Hey, maybe even beer while you're carrying, you know, just sip it here and there, mix the... Yeah!
0: Get I'm one of those so beer here habits.
1: for it! Yes! Yeah, no, um, we exist on this earth to be mutually inconvenienced by the mm-hmm. people that we care about. Thank yep. you. <laughs> Thank yep. you for coming to my TED yep. talk. That guy, I mean, just, yeah. There, there's so many things wrong with it oh my god i know not her, to the way he talks to her to his gleeful tone yeah about infuriating how he's to all, patronizing her treating her like a child while saying mm-hmm. he's helping her be independent and the fact that he and calls her wrong. a female yeah any man and who does that red flag immediately yep. actually you know yep. what? actually i'm gonna expand that any person who's like because i see this in the sort of like oh not like other girls discourse which is like a whole problem in and of itself because i understand where it comes from like i don't fit you know this stereotyped image of what women are therefore i'm special or whatever like it's it, it comes from such a it comes from such a place of like misogyny and patriarchy to begin with but there is a genre of people who sort of, buy into it. And, like, I see this sort of, like, oh, these other females think they're, like, you know, so hot wearing leggings or whatever. No. Anybody who refers to women as females immediate yeah. massive red flag. And, like, the fact that's that he, problem. like, called her a female, I was, like, <clears throat> disgusting. That's, uh, very big in the men's rights community. In the yes, NFL it community. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, that's a problem. Yeah. Especially when she tells him, like, No, no, I am independent. I know that I can do it, but I'm asking you to do it because I don't want to do it. Like, so the fact that he's not listening to what to her and what she Mm -hmm. wants—the complete lack of respect. Yeah, no. So, yeah, that's the that's some uh, infuriating internet discourse that I thought we would both have opinions on, and and uh, shocker, we did. (laughs) It's not just the refusal; it's the the way he refused Mm because he could have easily said like.
0: You know, I don't, he's just been like, and, uh, I don't want to get my hands messy. Yeah,
1: and left it at that. He didn't have to turn it into a whole thing. But no, he had to turn it no. into a whole thing. She wasn't that special. Like, that right there is where it went to a different level. <laughs> like, if I were dating somebody who was like, you're not that special, I'd be like, well. Bye. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> That's the <laughs> thing. Let me like, then, hopefully. Everyone's like.
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Like, I think most people, like, know that, like, when, you know, you're saying, like, When people say like oh they like you know you're the most beautiful person or whatever and like yeah they know that they're probably statistically not unless you're like a model or whatever but your partner is supposed to be the most like special beautiful person in the world to you like that's why you should be picking your person yeah to have the fucking audacity and and to think you're special enough that you can just tell someone you're not that special and they're like not that's not going to change anything yeah, what was what was the goal of that? That, that seems like an potentially an emotionally abusive relationship. Yeah. Actually. Oh my god! Throw the whole man out. There are so many people, and like, <laughs> this is just coming from my perspective. I don't know this person. I have only like seen this short video clip, but like, she's so pretty. I think she's super pretty. She could totally oh, yeah. pull. She could totally pull somebody better than whatever crusty ass is telling her you're not that special. Yeah, because clearly he ain't that special. Yeah, he's the one who's not that special. Yeah, he's pretty easily replaceable. to him, but. So yeah, um, do things for people, especially your partner. Throw the whole man out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good talk. <laughs> I would like to be able to get through one day without sighing and saying, men. It would be nice. It's not the first time today i said that. Hmm. this was the thing that made me say it today and now the final thing that I have slated for us is closer to a sort of formal debate rather than just we get angry or we give opinions it is another uh-huh. thing I don't know why I keep sending these tweets because I know that they're not going to pop up the way that I want them to yeah, hey, there was a preview of the article I sent yeah, <laughs> eh, whatever Um, there is a Twitter account called Shit You Should Care About, and it's, they do, like, a newsletter that's, like, updating people on, like, current events, exactly what it sounds like, things you should care about, but on their Instagram, sometimes they, like, they have an Instagram, so they'll post memes sometimes, and they also have a Twitter where they do a, uh, almost daily mundane poll, which... I'm going to start mining that as a resource, but, uh, the mundane poll from January 15th was, if your towel has an image on one side, like a beach towel, do you use the image side or the non-image side to dry yourself off? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the non-image side. Yeah, which seems to be the overwhelming, uh, sentiment based on the poll. It feels kind of wrong to use the image side, although I will say sometimes, like, I have a Doctor Who beach towel, and Mm. I always dry myself with the non-image side, but I, like, it does kind of feel like the image side might be better to dry myself off with, because of, like, it's kind of a cheap towel, so, like, maybe this has something to do with it as well, but, like, it's not as fluffy on the non-image side. So maybe I I should be using the image side. Maybe I am wrong. But it it doesn't feel right. I think it's simple. The image side is always the side that should be visible. So when you're drying yourself off, you have the non-image side against your skin, because then you can see the image side. Like, if you wrap it around yourself, you want the image to be on the outside. Yes. Same reason why, like, if you lay it down on the beach to lay on it, you lay it image side up. Yes, absolutely, you lay it image side up. But what I'm saying is that, like, maybe if I am just drawing myself off, I should be using the image side because, like, that's the early- again, in the case of this cheap ass Doctor Who beach towel that I have, it's- like, the print is on, like, the fluffier, more yeah. absorbent side of the fabric, so, mm-hmm. again, could be wrong. Maybe I should be using the image side, but I don't like it. Yeah think there's a should-be. I think it's, uh, whatever makes you happy. You know? Fair. I I have a, a very weird beach towel. It's the same fabric on both sides, but two different designs. So you can just do whatever you feel like. Nice. Interesting. I... It, it's a bizarre towel. I don't know if the reversible beach towel... I've I've heard of that before. Well, no, it's like a, um... Or is it not specifically marketed as, like, ooh, reversible? Um, I don't remember if it's marketed that way, but it's not, like, regular beach towel material. It's, like, a, I guess microfiber is the closest I can think of. Okay. It's a very weird material. It's very thin. It's supposed to be, like, quick dry. It's, it's an odd, it's an odd towel. Like a sports? Like, is it, like, sports towel? Like, ooh, running, wipe yourself off, but beach towel size? I mean, sort of. It's not like chamois type towel. It's, I don't, hmm. Hmm. I don't, I don't really know how to describe it. Interesting. Oh, did you notice I've got double the liquid death going on tonight? Because I actually <laughs> bought some of their sparkling water. By the way, their flavor names are so fun. Bury it alive? Meh. Nah. Hell yes. Metal as fuck, my dudes. Oh, and I have been triple-beveraging it. At least until I just finish that seltzer, but I have tea for energy, uh, seltzer for vibes, and water for hydration. I just have water and soda. We'll call the soda both um, vibes and caffeine. Yeah, okay, that counts. There were no replies to the poll. I wanted to see what replies people had. Oh, I was wondering if that was just... The fact that I was viewing it on desktop without having logged in. Huh, alright. That's kind of odd. I guess there really Can isn't all that much to say. Can you prevent replies? Maybe. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Never thought about it, but No, yeah, well, don't have anybody's replies to pick apart. But yes, eighty six percent said non image side. Who are these fourteen percent that are using like the doctor's face to wipe themselves? Okay, I will say the Doctor Who beach towel I have is, like, just the TARDIS door. So, like, that doesn't feel particularly weird. But, like, I remember my sister had a One Direction beach towel. Like, that I would not know. Mm -hmm. Or, well, here... Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I mean, we've all been there. We have all been there. If you haven't been at a sleepover where... Either you or your friend were legitimately planning your wedding with a band member? Did you ever really even have a teenage crush? Or like a tween crush? I think not. No. In think was big when I was that age. And you know what? Guess who my favorite was? I it feels too obvious, but Justin Timberlake? No. Oh. Okay. The only one of them who has since that I'm aware of publicly come out as gay. Oops. <laughs> when, um, I thought he was the cutest thing and yeah, no, he's he was very publicly out and I'm like, huh. Well Oops. good thing young me didn't know that. I would have been so bummed. It would have ruined my fantasies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna marry him. See, I'm looking back, and it was always my friends who were, like, planning their wedding with whatever, like, emo boy band member, because I wasn't allowed to have an emo phase, and because I had old parents, I had a very weird taste in music for an 11-year-old. Yeah, but you could have had the hots for, like, George Harrison. Oh, I most certainly did, but, like, I, like, knew that he was dead was, like, the really unfortunate part. Oh, I forgot that- I wasn't thinking about the age gap, he was very much alive. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, um... I don't think I was ever cognizantly aware. Like, I was never, like, a human being with, like, full sentience at any point that George Harrison was alive. Like, I- I don't think. When did George Harrison die? Hold on, now I have just to- wondering. It's like, wait, when was that? Because I remember when it happened. 2001. Yeah, I have never cognizantly shared an Earth with George Harrison. November 29 2001. I, that was the beginning of my sophomore year of high school. Whack. That's sad. Yeah, it was mostly just listening to my childhood best friend, also named Sarah, uh plan her wedding with Pete Wentz. Mm. Which like, you know, slay, mm. but I forgot that they went they were like popular. Uh That's such a weird thing to hear a person say. Different ages. No, I know, I know. It's just weird. Because I would have been probably in, like, college, I think, when they were big. Maybe? I don't remember. See, I don't remember either, because, again, I wasn't allowed to have an emo face, so I don't know all of the timelines of, like, when all these bands, like, because I remember, like... hearing through friends that there was like so so much drama over like these bands like announcing like oh we're breaking up or like we're taking a hiatus or whatever and like people freaking out over that and then they would come back So I don't know exactly where on the like fallout boy timeline that these things were happening so uh, Sure you're going down was hit the hot 100 in September of 2005 Okay, so. yeah, so then they, like, had, like, a hiatus, and then things started happening again when I was in, like, high 8th s- grade slash high school, and, like, that's when I, like, remember hearing people talk about it. Interesting. Well, I was in college in 04 to 07, so that's yeah. why in my head it was... Huh. Anyway, um... I think that's going to bring us to the weekly worsening. It's Mine fall feels. Fallout the end that we're talking about. I felt like we didn't actually say that at any point. It's yeah, just... it was Fallout Boy. I just <laughs> realized sure that. Um, <laughs> my main worsening feels like so minor for this week, but like, you know when you start saying something ironically and then it's very much not ironic anymore? Yeah. Girl, help. I cannot stop saying slay. Mm -hmm. It is my default response to everything. I'm pretty sure I just did it, like, not even two minutes ago. (laughs) If you did, I didn't notice. I say Um, it constantly. I don't know when it got bad enough for me to notice it. But I- or, like, if it just got bad enough for me to notice it. But I, I- I feel as though I became cognizant of it today- And now every time it leaves my mouth, I'm like, oh my god, who are you? Yeah, I think that happens a lot where, like, we have things that we say frequently, but we don't notice them until somebody else, like, points them out or something, and then all of a sudden And that's the thing, nobody "Hmm." pointed it out. I was just kind of like, do I say this a lot? And then I would interact in, like, the group chats with a friend and they would say like, "Oh, just did X Y and Z." And I would just be like, "Oh my god, slay." Like help. <laughs> it's bad. It's really bad. That's so I was at trivia on Monday night and our quizmaster um one of the, one of the questions had something to do with some big like WWE event. Okay. Something Royal Rumble, I think it was like sure. which she described as the like Christmas of wrestling and sure. she she was like i started watching it as a joke and then it wasn't a joke anymore no okay <laughs> i feel like that could happen to me because i yeah. i respect so much the extent to which wrestling is like professional wrestling is theater it requires skill. Like it require one, it requires insane physical skill, and two, like they are acting, and yeah. like there are stories. Like I, I get it. I really do. Yeah, she she was like, sometimes you do for things for the bit, and then the bit just comes reality. No, there, so. <laughs> there's like this this meme reaction image. It was like committing to the bit has led me to places that I wouldn't even go with a gun. <laughs> and like I feel like that's the perfect example of that. Yeah, yeah, which that's the thing is like I have absolutely no interest in the WWE like I've seen bits and pieces of it and I can respect it, you know, for for all the work and things that goes into it but it's just not my thing. But there's a little part of me that's like, if I sat down and forced myself to watch it enough times, this could be bad. So that does happen to you. See, I don't, I have these things where I don't even like, it's not like, oh, I would have to force myself, but then I would get into it. Like, I would have to make myself acquire the taste. Sometimes, like ships passing in the night almost, like I'll see a thing and I'll be like, if I just took the five seconds to like search them on Spotify or like watch an episode, this could very quickly become a problem for me. But I'm just not going to do that. Now not do that yet. Like that's happened to me several times. What? Are we Hello? Mom? Do I dare attempt to hang up and call again? Is that gonna make things better or worse? Let's find out. Join. Turn on my camera, please. And now I look, okay, now I'm not blurry. Was that me or you? Me, I think I fixed my internet issue and I did not, I guess. Hmm, okay. Um, anyway, what were Can you saying? Oh, there we go. My Discord wasn't actually up. <laughs> I could hear you, but I couldn't see anything else. Gotcha. Yeah. Seeing something that could become a problem for you, does that ring any bells? Oh, oh I, I was saying that there have been a number of times where I've seen something that I thought that I just wouldn't be interested was not for me, you know, but then I, for whatever reason, got exposed to it and, I, and then just was like, That's that now. That's definitely happened to me before, and, like, I'll see something, I'll be like, oh yeah, this seems kind of cool, like, this might be a good time, and then suddenly, like, it is my life. Like, that's definitely happened to me before, and, like, I remember very distinct examples of it happening to me, ugh, happening to me when I was a teenager, with, uh, this is kind of embarrassing 2013-era Tumblr shit, but I remember seeing, um... Benedict Cumberbatch as Sherlock, like, I remember seeing a picture of him and thinking, like, oh, he's, like, kind of attractive, I guess, like I don't know if I'm gonna be really into this guy fast forward a couple months and he was, like, the biggest celebrity crush I had ever had Mm -hmm. so, like, that's definitely happened to me but, yeah it's almost the opposite of that, where I see something and I'm like I know, if I just if I took the five seconds to, like peel back even a single layer of this that it would, it will consume me like, remember when you kept saying you didn't want to watch What We Do in the Shadows yet because you knew? Yeah, I knew it would become a problem for me. And guess what? It did. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you saying that so many times, too. Like, oh, I don't want to watch it yet. I No, I know you, can gonna, liter- like, you can, like, like, track the moment, like, you can track through the podcast, the moment that I found out that that show existed knowing a little bit about it and realizing that it was going to become a problem for me to the current person that I am. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, frankly, like, things having snuck up on me? Ghost. Yeah. The first time I listened to Opus Eponymous, I was like, hmm, I'm not sure about this. (laughs) Look at me now. Sweatshirt, necklace, tattoo. Like... (laughs) It really does happen a lot but um I I feel like there was such a recent example of me being like hmm not yet <laughs> but it's not coming to me hmm yeah maybe it will maybe it won't um but yeah that's my worsening I can't stop saying slay somebody help me <laughs> what do you got for me? Is- what do you got for me bestie well, I guess, I mean, I was actually thinking when I was saying about, like, you know, things that I thought I wouldn't be interested in, that I got exposed to, and then I turned out turned out I was wrong. 3D printing? Anime. anime. Okay. The 3D printing I was always interested in, but, like, I think we talked about this in the pod before, that, like, in sort of, like, the environment that I grew up in as a kid in the 90s, like the message was always anime is for boys particularly nerdy boys and so this is not for you right yeah and so i never thought about it never considered it mm-hmm. it always seemed like something i wouldn't care about um and then one day you were like hey let's do an anime series for the pod But well, the thing I is like, i said we should right. do that because like up until that point i was like okay yeah i like studio ghibli movies i had seen like one or two anime series that I had enjoyed up to that point. I was like, well, I mean, we're both big media people, like TV, movies, me, more me, video games than you, but I was like, okay, there's a shit ton of overlap in our media spheres to begin with, so, like, where do we kind of go from here? Like, what are, like, what could we possibly have to talk about that's, like, gonna be a fresh experience for the both of us? And I was like, oh, well... I haven't done a lot of this, you've done none of this and look at us now yeah that's what's funny right like, honestly when you first mentioned it I was like I don't really want to watch it but I mean sure I'll try to broaden my horizons you know (laughs) and then I was still sort of reluctant even when you mentioned Attack on Titan you know which was the next anime series that we did uh, like that we watched Um, and so even with that, I was still hesitant, I guess? Or not, I didn't mean Attack on Titan, I meant Death Note. Fair. I was like, something's wrong about what I just said. Well, I mean... We did Death 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 Note for the stream. I do understand being a little, like, again, if you've only just had your first foray into, like, this entire sphere of media, like, I would say that Death Note, and this is as a person who is still much closer to a surface level understanding of anime as like a whole than Mm -hmm. like having done any sort of like insane deep dives i would say that death note does hit more perhaps stereotypical anime beats than banana fish at -hmm. least in the anime i can't speak to the banana fish manga yet because i haven't read it so like i can kind of see the like oh okay like you know maybe this was like you know, Banana Fish might be, like, the one shiny example of, like, oh, this defies anime conventions, and that's why I like it. So this thing that seems to, you know, check more of the, the sort of off of the list of stereotypical anime things in some respects, like, eh, maybe that's- maybe this is gonna be a bridge too far. So, like, I get- like, I do get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, since then, so, because, um so banana fish was first and then death note and then we watched chainsaw man um and then it was to attack on Titan. Was that a t- was that the turning point was chainsaw man the turning point for you yes because i absolutely like yeah just remember the first, episodes, the three of us in the same room just like losing it remember i took it when we were watching some of them yeah, you you have a screenshot of me and kyle just like on his couch staring at his tv just like because something, <laughs> something had happened. But the number of hours of anime I've watched since then, having watched like all of Jujutsu Kaisen and My Hero Academia, I finished off Black Clover. Nice, nice. Um, I watched Psalm like, 100, Castlevania. There's, like, I can't even list them all, because I can't remember all the ones that I've watched. Yeah. Um, Honestly, Kyle has remarked a couple times, like, wow, I really did not expect her to lean in that hard. After we yeah. watched, after we watched Chainsaw Man. Yeah, no, it was this was Chainsaw Man that did it. I told you it was going to do it. Oh, whoopsies. Well, I guess that means that we have in fact been going for an hour. I'm not gonna shut up. I'm not gonna cut you off, but we've hit our um, mark. But yeah, but essentially that's why that keeps being a big part of my worsening is that. So I I did finish watching all the episodes of Berserk. Holy Which, shit. There aren't that many.
0: There's oh, only Oh yeah,
1: where were we Did you wind up telling me that it was that there were movies involved after the stream it, one night? It was it was on last week's stream. Yes. Because I I didn't know I had watched into season two of the series yeah. so confused. I was before, confused you know I was confusing myself because I had to, I was recently going through the last episode to like see if I had to like put any links in and that came up. I was like, wait a minute, she didn't already like watch me yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, so the movies are divided into thirteen episodes on mm-hmm. Country Roll. And so with that and the series, there's only uh thirty seven episodes total. Twenty something men episodes. So, so it's not finished. No, and that's the really disappointing part is I am I am sad um to to divulge i don't know that the last episode of season two isn't even like a finale like it just feels like a regular ass episode and then that's just it i wonder if like the studio like folded or something yeah I like don't know, they but assumed su- that they were gonna they were like oh yeah business as usual and then some shit happened <laughs> But there was like one particular thing I was dying to see. And yes, I can read it and I know it's going to happen, but it's not going to be the same as hearing. And because they have such good sweeping, like, epic music. Mm. But yeah, so now I've I've, um, tried to figure out how I can read it. Because I am not buying um, 300 something volumes. I do not have the space for that. I can't find it at the library. They don't have it on Shonen Jump. So I am looking at various websites to try to read some of it. Oh wow, so she is thick. Yeah, like it would take up multiple bookshelves. pretty sure if I had every berserk volume there is. Cuz I remember seeing it in like bookstores a couple times. It's like those crazy like thick-ass hardcovers. Yeah, There's 300 yeah, those are the, of those. Or are those like omnibus editions? No, I think they are cuz I was when I was looking at them I was coming across those like um hardcover versions of it and I think they were just regular volumes yeah no it's and if I had to calculate how much it would cost to buy all of them, Christ yeah. alive. yeah the the deluxe editions preserved deluxe volume one yeah I don't know speed one, but yeah. And just one of those at regular price is... also there's only 14 of these, it says. But it's 700 pages long. Holy shit. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, Godspeed, be, Bestie. Three, three volumes in one. Yeah, so I, I started reading the first uh, volume online last night. And it was just like, I just wanted to see if I could find it. And then I just got sucked in. So... It happens. Uh so yeah that's that's just where i am i'm just i'm like i'm like deep in it and there are definitely series i left out that in my little list there that i watched I was like what did i forget I this has been a surprisingly sure. introspective worsening where we have both reflected on our character development and i love that for us yeah <laughs> what's a series that i'm forgetting there there's like demon slayer oh my god Girl. There's like a big gap in there. Yeah, no, that's like, that's a lot, a lot. It's, it's it's my close second favorite to Chainsaw Man. I can't, I can't let anything surpass Chainsaw. You Man. know what I was just about to say? Hmm. So, what your favorite? Oh, it's my close second favorite. Slay. <laughs> okay yeah no um that's gonna i'm taking that as a sign to end the episode yeah yeah, knock it off (laughs) all right um as always thank you for fighting with us friends we appreciate each and every single one of you and we will be back again next week see you then adios this week's episode of the fighting with friends podcast was hosted by bridget kelly and dr sarah brooks you can find other episodes of the podcast on youtube itunes spotify or your other favorite listening platform Follow us on Twitter at brkelly98 and at andsarahsaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature, or consider subscribing to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening!